Uh, I guarantee you the pitch for this movie was, hey, you know Mean Girls? What if Mean Girls but Euphoria? Listen, we're all men here, right? Normal men. It's hairy, regular barrel, men. Hairy, barrel-chested men. Fighting, farting, abusing women type of men, right? Am I right? Yeah, you pig me. Misogyny and stuff? What's another stereotype about men? We don't, we don't like going to the doctor. Isn't that right? That's not a stereotype. That's just true. No one likes going to the doctor. Here's you like going thing. to the doctor? I don't no, mind you- going to the doctor. It's more so my threshold for what I think is something important enough to go to the doctor is probably ridiculously high. But I don't I'm like going because mind it just, it. it's a hassle. You know what I mean? I don't mind the actual interaction with the doctor. It's just it's way more hassle than it. I feel like going to the doctor should be. I didn't think I minded it. Minded it. Until my recent experiences with the doctors. You'll recall. Listeners, <laughs> you also know. recall. Around Christmas time, my arm stopped working. It was crazy. Couldn't even do push-ups or anything. Ridiculous. Went to the doctor about it. She's also like, hey, let's do a blood test. It's been a while. On the blood test, my creatinine was high. And she said, well, I'm going to refer you to a nephrologist because maybe your kidneys are broken. Also, my LH was high. I'll refer you to an endocrinologist because maybe your pituitary gland or your nuts are broken or something. Anyhow, <laughs> it took weeks for the referral to go through. Calling back and forth between referral doctors. Some of them are too far away. Some of them can't get an appointment until June. Blah, blah, blah. Eventually, go to the nephrologist. Get more blood tests, your analysis. Everything's fine. My creatinine, creatinine, creatinine is high just because I got too much muscle. Go to endocrinologist. Everything's fine. So you know what? It was like a prank. It was like a four-month prank my doctor pulled on me. Sometimes you go through, even if there's something wrong, you go through a bunch of tests and shit, and they're like, well, you know what? We don't really know. It's probably you, you got GERD. Congratulations, you're GERD. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got too much. Your belly's too big. I don't know. As soon as I went to the nephrologist, he was like, yeah, I mean, it's probably because muscle shed. We'll do some more tests. And then, um, yeah, everything else is fine. I just got extra creatinine because I'm just so fucking jacked. That's basically what they said. They said, you know what? You're just too jacked, buddy. So fucking jacked, man. So fucking jacked. That's what it said on uh, your chart. It's like, this dude's too mm, fucking jacked. Too jacked. Uh, I, they have to use a special cuff when I get my blood pressure taken because I'm so jacked. Because my arms are too big. <laughs> they use that for fat people, too. Oh, I'm sorry. Overweight people? What's the proper turn? I don't know. Fuck them. The, uh, the muscly challenged is what I refer to them as. <laughs> they get some muscle under there. You don't know. Not enough. Not enough muscle. You can never get enough. Yeah, well, I would say <laughs> that um, you can. <laughs> they said, you need to fuck it. You should go be a professional wrestler. You're too jacked. Man, you remember fucking Nitro was three hours long? Three yeah. hours? Well, Raw was three. It's still three hours, isn't it? That's uh, the audacity of professional wrestling. That's just. I so remember when they, when they pushed it to three hours. I'm like, mm, I don't know, guys. You're asking a lot of me. And then they're like, also, we got a show on Thursday. It's two hours. Yeah, well, that used to be an hour, too. Remember when it first started? It was an hour. Fucking it was two hours movie. on Monday and then an hour on Thursday. And the Thursday show didn't exist really for a while. That's AEW's got Wednesday show two hours, Friday show one hour, about to have another show on Saturday that's two hours. 
There's what? Who, no one watches wrestling on no Saturday. They're going to have CM Punk. No, they're not. I thought he was gone. He's coming back for the Saturday show. They're splitting up the, the, the roster because a lot of people don't want to work with CM Punk. Are you fucking shitting me? That guy is such a not confirmed yet, but yeah, that's like the basically confirmed. Oh, yeah, man, I want to drop with AEW. Let's do it. AEW, we gotta. You could be the devil bear. We gotta build up enough heat that they'll and put I'll us be, on the show. I'll just, I'll just be your manager. I'm gonna, I'll spit some. I'll try to get some heat going for AEW right now. They're not gonna be able to sell out sell out Wembley Stadium. Are they gonna do a Wembley show? I already I sold know, the forty thousand plus tickets. It's uh, actually we, pretty nuts. <laughs> the fucking British love wrestling. They're weird as hell. Yeah, they don't got too much going on in England. But you know, there's one thing. Well, one thing that's different about England that you know might be better than the United States. Here in the United States, you step outside, it's you're flagged for PVP. <laughs> yeah. Well, good. Good to God, I didn't realize I had talked to the priest of Discord. Yeah, it's uh, it's outside your house here in the United States. It's um, I mean, sometimes even in your house, uh, you fucking it's PVP zone. If it's anyway, the cops for sure, it's PVP. No, nah, it doesn't even need to be cops anymore. No, I know. I'm just saying if it's inside your house, so you know. That's... Oh, no, if that dude was shooting his gun. Family is like, hey, stop shooting the gun. You're waking up our baby, and he's like, well, I'll show you. I'm gonna come over and execute you guys. Awesome. To... Fucking that was an illegal yeah. immigrant, Kyle. So obviously that's uh immigration's fault or something oh uh, yeah you're auto, you're auto flag for pvp if you're <laughs> or if you're homeless too right oh that's been true for a long time if you're homeless you 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 fuck you get ganked on the the train everyone's just gonna stand homeless there homeless or a prostitute hell yeah fucking pvp zones i love it man i'm fucking i'm gonna start carrying guns it's pvp time no hell you do not need a gun sir i'm gonna be a different kind of twink they're going to look at me and be like, oh, he's only like level 20. Yeah, right. I got a fucking level cap gear. I'm Twinks. <laughs> We're talking about EverQuest again. Well, this is uh, of the content sewer. We talk about Netflix films and also the deteriorating state of the United States. Really just circling the drain these days. I'm Tiger's Kyle. That's Sean Guga. Scream 6. Doo-doo. Absolutely. I watched it, but I assumed it was doo doo. They there really doo-doo. hasn't been a good one since the first one. Doo doo. They just have leaned into all the cringe parts of the sequels, and they're like, "Oh, and also this one's going to be ultra violent, but no one's actually going to die." So, oh, that's cute. And it's also like the f- focus I've noticed on the last few screams is really like. Oh man, who's the killer? We gotta find out who the killer is. Who the killer is, which is like kind of in the original one, right? But it's not like the main focus. It's, it's you know they're developing the characters and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but that like, was the know. like the meta focus of like the talk outside of you know the, the fans. Yeah, of who the killer is, and so that's what they focus on. The now, movie yeah. has become. It's there really was no reason to make a second screen movie, but they did it and they kept mm. doing it. And much like CM Punk, they've uh, become what they once hated. I just feel like you, at this point, the Scream franchise has become such a goofy, you know, franchise that you could actually, you know, do something interesting with the meta narrative. But they don't bother. They do some lazy, like, lampshading in the movie where it's the same sort of thing. One character directly tells the other characters, like, oh, these are the rules of the franchise sequel, blah, blah, blah. But it, it, I don't know. It just needs to be, like... 50% meaner 
this new screen movies. You know what I mean? Like they need to be mean to the audience. They need to be like mean to the characters in the movie. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like way too safe. You're dumb for watching this and you should feel bad. They, I mean, they oh, the, I think it should be like 150% campier. Or that. Well, you go one way or the other because it's right now they're just playing it safe all around. They're like, oh, yeah, extreme gore. But oh, yeah, people good. love the, this. This made a shit ton of money, though. You're like, you and I are not in the, the camp that thinks these movies should be different. No, but there's just a lot of stupid people that will consume anything. Put a Scream title on it and make fun of the audience. They're going to miss it anyways. They're just going to be like, yeah, I love Scream. And that'll be more satisfying for me. You get a point. Hmm. <sighs> yeah. I mean, what does the scanner see anyways, huh? Doesn't I don't scanner know. Darkly. Scanner Darkly. I already watched the Scanner Darkly this week. And I was like, holy shit, I forgot this movie was good. Interesting thing about it, though. The yeah, first was- time I watched Scanner Darkly is when it like come out on DVD. Uh-huh. And I was watching it at like a friend's apartment, and it was like the type of apartment where like you go over there and drink and do drugs all the time. So I was like fucked up watching it. That's like every apartment in your twenties. But sure, go ahead. Yeah, and I was like, oh shit, this movie's like <laughs> this is our life. <laughs> <laughs> but um, not quite. <laughs> I mean, yeah, not quite as bad. But like it did uh, have it like stuck in my mind, I guess. And then I realized while I was rewatching it this time. I think I mentioned before, I have, like, sometimes, like I guess, like, PTSD stress dreams about my past with, like, drugs and alcohol and getting in trouble and stuff. And I realized um, the narrative of those dreams is based off of Scanner Darkly, because the exact way um, Bob Arctor, the Keanu Reeves character, the main character, mm. like, loses connection to reality and, like, his mind's at war with himself and stuff, that's, like, always what my um, stress dreams are about, or about me, like, losing my mind and stuff. So that's cool. It's Scanner Darkly. Check it out. It's uh, fucking on Tubi, maybe. I don't know. You watch Scanner Darkly. Read the somewhere. book first. Nah, because the book, unfortunately, has a little bit of uh, Philip K. Dick's philosophy that uh, being a drug addict is a choice. It's not a disease. or You know what I mean? He has kind of a weird stance on drug addiction. Yeah, well, yeah, but it's Philip K. Dick. Which is uh, easy. It was easy for him to make that, to put those pieces together, right? Because he wrote a Scanner Darkly after... Um, his marriage falling apart with like his second wife, and he just basically did just decide to become a drug addict and be taking tons of amphetamines with like people off the streets and shit. So it's easy for him to come to the conclusion that he's like, yeah, you just choose to do drugs because he probably literally did just, just choose to do drugs. drugs. Yeah, he's a weird guy. Yeah. So don't read the book. Don't give money to that asshole, Philip K. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> he's dead. Give money to. Uh, Richard Linklater. First, you could have you, you probably downloaded it for free, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> anybody. No, I watched it on Tubi. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> oh, man. They're Actually, making, uh, like Philip K. Dick and Richard Linklater drastically <laughs> different people. <laughs> Moralistically. Uh, yeah, did you see there's uh, they're making a Twisted Metal TV show? Uh, Yeah, it came out of nowhere for me. I just saw a post the other day. I'm like, they're making a Twisted Metal TV show? I'm like, this is going to be dumb. I remember like a couple of years ago hearing that it was being produced, and then I was like, that'll never happen. I guess it did happen. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, now the superheroes are on the, the downward trajectory. You know, what's, what's the next thing? Video games. You got to tap games. in the video games. The, what's the, the next sure thing? We need, to, we, need to, we need a hit of that those IPs that already work. Although Twisted Metal really hasn't produced a, a, a winning game in what 20 years uh, almost twist probably about black. 20 years yeah man that sucks i wish the <clears throat> writer's strike would have started sooner 
<laughs> oh yeah, this is uh, the reason the podcast sucks this week. It's because we're on strike as well. Yeah, we're, we didn't write this podcast ahead of time like we normally do. <laughs> we're in the Writers Guild of America. That's how I was able to go to the doctor. I just had to wait months to go <laughs> for an appointment. Jesus, Canadians. <clears throat> oh, another movie I watched called uh, The Outwaters. A little found yeah. footage, little joint. Um, yeah. Had little vibes similar to Skin of Rink, where um, it's basically just an experimental mood piece of sorts. So it sucked. And um, the, the production of it, since it came out kind of recently, I guess maybe the creators of that waters saw Skin of Rink when it was doing like the festival circuit and inspired it. But I think also maybe they just independently came up with the same idea of just vague, vaguely cosmic uh, bullshit mood piece experimental horror. And I hope like this doesn't start a trend because like Skin Rink was interesting, but like <laughs> it's not entertaining. And neither was this outwater. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for like experimental that's shit. Like a, that's, stuff, but I gotta like, be honest, nah, that's like a really to me that's a really mean thing to say about a movie. It's uh interesting. It's not entertaining. <laughs> well that's the thing though, is that I don't it's not it, neither of them were made with the intention of um, following like the general rules of filmmaking, right? They are experimental to the extent where, like, especially Skin and Rink, you're like, well, yeah, it was definitely a mood piece. It like made me, it was evocative, right? It made me feel certain ways, but it was like, I don't ever need to watch that shit again. And it only needed to be like 45 minutes, not two fucking hours. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> I feel a way of a lot of movies. <laughs> I watched Dungeons and Dragons with the kids. It's two hours and fifteen minutes. Definitely long. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, I downloaded it. I haven't watched it yet. I mean, I legally acquired it. I haven't yeah, watched it. Yet. I just hope. That's but I'm watching like, it on Tubi. I hope that's not going to be an ongoing horror trend. Making vaguely cosmic, impressionistic mood pieces and be like, wow, this is oh, it's so intellectual. <laughs> cosmic art house horror. What else? What else? Huh? What else? Uh, I guess that's it. We'll start talking about the movie we watched. It's a little flick by the name, a little Netflix by the name of Do Revenge. It's uh, Netflix's first AI created film. They uh, plugged in all the top text posts of Tumblr over the last decade and they said, hey, make us uh, Mean Girls or Heathers based <laughs> off of Tumblr posts. And you got Do you yourself like, a, little, Euphoria. a little Do Revenge. Man, it's not even close to being as good as Euphoria. Euphoria is trash, but it's like um very. Yeah, no, I just mean like the aesthetic, uh, uh, like the way the costumes are designed, and oh, yeah. uh, the uh, I don't know, just the attitudes of the kids is very, very much like, oh, let's wait. I, I really, as I said, pitch meaning for this is, hey, it's Euphoria, but Mean Girls. I don't really get the Euphoria vibe, except for some of the costuming, because like Euphoria is um a mean show. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I like that. It, I like that it's mean. This movie is um very safe and saccharine and like kids' glove stuff. You know, like Tumblr posts, right? Tumblr posts or that whole idea of like Tumblr progressivism, Tumblr left wing, blah, blah blah. It's politics I generally agree with, right? But it's so reductive and childish and relentless and blah 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 that like even at this point, stuff I wholeheartedly agree, wholeheartedly agree with. If it's presented in a certain way, it's I just shut the fuck up, nerd. Because <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> like I don't like like that that like tender shit, you know, that like <laughs> soft left wing, like soft boy shit. Like I'm not about that. It's fake, man. 
it's aesthetic. It's not real belief. A lot of times, seems that way. Anyways, I mean, that's just the internet for you. Like everybody's <laughs> putting on a performance, and it's really hard. I mean, I'm putting on a performance too, but only in the sense that um, you know, I do a little song and dance, <laughs> like an exaggerated version of myself on the podcast. Do my uh, my showman voice, my white guy voice, my professional voice. Um, but yeah, this movie very much is in with line in line with that concept. It's um doesn't actually have anything to say. Just a lot of buzzwords, a lot of stuff they picked up off the internet. Uh, it's trying to be like a dark comedy or a satire in a similar vein to Mean Girls or Heather's or something like that. But like, once again, it doesn't have anything to say. So um, it doesn't really matter. It's got no fucking balls, got no gonads, no ovaries, can't do shit. This is a soft people, dumb teenager, Tumblr bullshit. Tell us how you really feel. <clears throat> Who directed it? Uh, someone named Jennifer Caton Robinson. Oh, you're not supporting women. She should have done a better job. Actually, I mean, it's not directed any worse than any other Netflix film. Much like Euphoria, I do like the over-the-top like costuming and stuff. Like, There's no high school kids on the planet that dress this way. Right? <laughs> uh, maybe some really rich-ass weird ones, but yeah. no, none I've ever been anywhere near. Well, that's the thing is... The, <laughs> I mean, a lot of high school kids these days. Oh, I guess my son's friends. <laughs> yeah, the way that the movie operates is if um, the school they go to is its own like community right like they have their own publications and a news show you know what i mean so yeah well i mean it's one of those rich rich kid schools where like uh you're either rich or you're really smart and got a scholarship to go there well i think what they actually were trying to do and probably maybe you could have done better if it was written better is they were trying to make this a sort of a microcosm of society a lo- society at large. You know what I mean? Like, maybe at one point they had intentions of this being somewhat of a commentary on modern society and how uh, women are pitted against each other because of all these different structures that are existing, blah, blah, blah. But um, since it's for Netflix, is lowest common denominator, just, oh, patriarchy bad. Oh, well, what aspects of patriarchy are um, involved in this film? Don't know. Yeah, whatever. I don't, it, it's same thing with Scream. It's the same thing that Scream Six has a problem with, right? No fucking balls. What is this movie? It should have gone campier. It should have gone pulpier. It could have gone meaner. It, it would have been nice if it actually had something to say. But no, it's just middle of the road AI generated content. Here's some slop for fucking Netflix. Uh, especially frustrating is um, Uma and Ethan's daughter Maya Hawk, the Stranger Thing. Um, I thought it was going to be really cool towards the end of the movie when they there was the turn that she had arranged the whole situation. And I was like, cool, she's going to be like a straight up psychopath, right? Yeah, that that kind of felt like what they were going. But then they're like, no, no. But they pumped the brakes on that shit. And they're actually like, no girl power, right? Oh, actually, she loves it. Even though she just threatened the livelihood of her mother and straight up crushed the car into her, right? It's well, like, you know, that's different, you know. Yeah, so i mean this movie's got no fucking conviction this is a fucking 15 year old on tumblr <laughs> made this movie i just didn't test well with who <laughs> they didn't fucking... test screen this shit <laughs> they just said put it on netflix it's got a stranger thing in it all right anyhow uh written by celeste ballard and jennifer Caton robinson oh, i guess the director is partly to blame then she was also the writer so oh, yeah, yeah how dare you uh, Drea and Eleanor agree to go after one another's bullies. That's the synopsis on IMDb. Uh, Drea is from um, middle class, working class background. She's on a scholarship to this very otherworldly rich people school. 
Headmistress by Sarah Michelle Gellar. Oh, yeah. Buffy's in it. That was cool. It was nice to see Buffy. She uh, sends a sexy video to her boyfriend, and he leaks it, and it, 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 you know, causes problems for her. She becomes a bit of a black sheep at school, and she wants revenge, and she teams up with Maya Hawk from Stranger Things, who's playing... The same character from Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Um, she's a little bit of an outcast. She's queer, and she's a little stranger thing. Yeah, she's, she's quippy. We got the quips. Mm-hmm. I guess that's that for her, right? That's wraps on her career. That's just what she's going to be doing, huh? Yeah, I don't know that I've seen her in anything else since this or Stranger Things. Well, let's check it out real quick. What's Maya Hawk been up to besides Strangle Things? Do revenge. I mean, it's, it's good money if you can get it. She's in Little Women? The Greta Gerwig one? I don't remember. Oh, no, miniseries. She's oh. in TV miniseries. Fear Street Part 1? Yeah, she's in Fear Street. That's true, huh? Oh, yeah. Hey, I didn't know Greta Gerwig was from Sacramento. Gross. Oh, hell yeah, she is. <laughs> she at the Warriors and Kings game? <laughs> no, they... <clears throat> when they sent the Kings fishing on the, you know, the TNT after show, uh, she was on the boat. She's like, I love Sacramento. Uh, oh, yeah, she's in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So I don't remember her. Do she's I? Just, she's just one of the Manson family members. No. She's getting a little cameo action from her mother's connections. Cause, you know, the man that tried to kill her mother. That's right. She must not be too upset about it anymore. Because <laughs> she was like, yeah, just don't kill my daughter. <laughs> guess what else Jennifer Kate and Rob? Guess what else Jennifer Kate and Robinson wrote? What? Thor, Love and Thunder. That's that also a movie, movie, right? Sucked ass. Well, she wrote it. She also wrote something called Unpregnant. You mean an abortion? That's right. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're just going to make you unpregnant. <laughs> You're about to be unpregnant. Oh, yeah. So they go, they're going to do revenge on the rich kids. Um, also, uh, Maya Hawk's got, um, there's a girl. That she came out to came out to when they were at summer camp, and um, she told everyone that my hawk held her down, tried to kiss her, and that ruined her life. So she spiraled out of control. She's now a seventeen year old psychopath, no friends. So she needs revenge too. They're gonna help each other get revenge on each other. Turns out that was all. Yeah, it's like really uh, it was like throw mama from a train. <laughs> or no, wait, wait, the strangers on a train, but with bullets in high school. Mm. Throw mama from a train is a much different movie. Turns out it was the elaborate ruse, the long-term machinations of the extreme psychopath played by Maya Hawk. But they, they really, they, they dial back on that shit, huh? Could have been a good movie if they stuck with that. And like, yeah, yeah, she stabbed her to death at the end. Yeah, and it became like a horror movie, like the last twenty minutes, like Sunshine. Hell yeah. Nope, they said, nope, this is about girl power, vague, the vague concept of empowering women. And then all our ki- our two heroines, they went on to become women's correctional officers. <laughs> <laughs> you know who else empowered women? Zordon. That's right, attitude. Also, uh, Sansa Stark's in it. From You guys remember, you guys remember Game of Thrones? Remember no. uh, Game of Thrones? I try to forget about it. Remember the tall redhead? Yeah, sure. You remember she's Sansa? Sansa? Sansa Stark. I'm from Winterfell. My name's Sansa Stark. Sansa Stark. I'm from Winterfell. 
You know, instead of copying Sean Bean's accent and doing like that northern accent, should the Louisiana. They should, yeah, <laughs> real drawl. I'm songs. I'm songs to stop. I'm Jones. I don't want it. I do I, not want it. I don't want it. I'm Jones Snow, and I'm from the Night's Watch. I'm from the North. Come from the North. Real Yankee Doodle Dan. Yeah, that would've been tight. You know nothing, John Snow. I don't know how would the Wildlings talk then. You know nothing, John Snow. No, they would still have the same accent. When when a fell, you know we said we go get some crowd ass out in the bayou. I out think they should be. Uh, they should, maybe something like Jamaican. Uh, What's another? They'll be the Wildlings will sound like they're from Texas, and then uh, oh, well, you know nothing, John Snow. Yeah, and then the, <laughs> hey, over here, <laughs> swamp people. I guess uh, what's the Howlin' Reed? Those people, they would be the swamp people, right? Yeah, if they ever introduced. We still haven't them. really met them, but I guess we did meet the kids, Mira and. What are they called? The Cro-Magnon men, something like that, right? Oh shit! Yeah, I know it, but you just told my brain's like it's yeah. Cro-Magnon men. It's similar to that, right? Yeah. They have a city that's in the swamp that moves around allegedly and it's hard to find. Spooky stuff. That's the worst thing. Well, there's plenty of terrible things about the HBO show, but like they really did not lean into any of the like crazy stuff of Oh fuck no, any of the cool shit. Remember like here's Renly in his glorious is that green armor? Hmm. Why does it look plastic? <laughs> no, they had yeah. such great costume designs. I don't know what you're talking about. As soon as the second season started, I was like, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to like this Their show. town is called Greywater Watch, right? Yeah. What the fuck <clears> are they <throat> called? Cro-Magnon. They're like this. It is like Chronoman. Yeah, Chronoman. I know there's, a, there's like a C and an R in it, and it ends, it ends in M-A-N. Oh lord! Oh lord! Go on down here to Grey Water Wash. Get yourself some frog legs. Wish this movie had some fucking balls, some gonads, some chutzpah. You know what I mean? It's a you know it's a teen movie though. What do you you know? This movie is not for anybody. This movie is for fucking I guess for teens. They're all fucking brain melted from TikTok, anyways. Yeah, you know, you're always complaining about how the teens don't like anything. They like everything to, to be have no balls and, and no sex and no no edge. And so here you go. This sucks. <laughs> they like this shit, huh? I don't know. What's the, what's the, what, is there what some place you can find Tumblr reviews? I don't watch Brian. <laughs> oh, damn it. He caught the last, he, I was watching it when he came home from school. So he caught like maybe the last 10 minutes, but he like, he's like, huh? Okay. And he walked out the room. Well, we need the, the inside tip on what the teens think of Do Revenge. I mean, to be honest, I don't think... I'm sure like they don't. I'm sure that most teenagers don't have super strong opinions one way or the other about this film, but I find it hard to believe that large swaths of teenagers enjoyed this movie because it's just... It's well, uh, I don't think anybody fucking saw it. Well, yeah, it's on Netflix, so why would they? Just some shit that was on Netflix. Probably got some uh, some articles written about it when it first came out, right? And then um, 15 people or so watched it. And then us dumb assholes, we also watched it. Because <laughs> we were like, hey, let's do a podcast about Netflix originals. You said that. I said, yeah. okay. I had another idea where you're going to watch One Piece. All in One Piece. Ugh. 
do that shit. Yeah, well, I was going. I already am upset about that. I, I saw an article that that said the pirates in One Piece are practicing um, socialism. So, oh yeah, I saw the article too. Shit. But it also reminded me of that article or that essay you told me about, where someone's like, "Yeah, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movies are socialist." I'm like, "Ah, oh, yeah. I don't know." <laughs> I feel like it's an imperfect reading. <laughs> <laughs> Someone should ask Sam Raimi. Yeah, I, I mean, I, again, I haven't seen enough One Piece, just uh, like a few episodes here and there, because my son, I mean, I mean, Ryan's watched every episode at this mm. point, so maybe we can ask him what, if it's a socialist. It seemed kind of like more just broadly <laughs> left-wing, you know, liberal, but, and then, you know, like anything, it's since it's so broad, you can kind of insert whatever philosophy you want on top of that, so I can see why someone might be like, oh yeah, this show's absolutely so socialist. Mm. In, in at least a few episodes I've seen, it kind of just is more broadly liberal left-wing views, which is kind of what you expect from a Japanese show about pirates. Not really. What I would expect from a Japanese show about pirates is definitely some right-wing shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's Japanese. <laughs> Japanese media. Speaking of Japanese media, uh, remember like uh, um, Shinzo Abe towards the end of his term was like, we really need you guys to have sex. And then there was like an initiative for... Uh, like media in Japan to like start showcasing like the importance of family and relationships and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that we're starting to um or it's like actually starting to take place in Japan and like so now we're getting to see it in the West. Like from my perspective, anyways, keeping that in mind. Like a lot of the popular anime shows now are um focused on like family and stuff. Interesting things. Well, there, there it's was not that... working though. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's because the, so the problem wasn't because people didn't uh, yeah, want to necessarily have families and shit. They it's can't afford uh, it, and like, the economy's yeah. not really working for them. <laughs> yeah. like, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, <laughs> there's that one really long-running anime in Japan. Doraemon. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's Doraemon about oh, a family it. man. I don't know. I was just That's, like, well, that's oh. the first anime I think of when I think of a family showing it in Japan. <laughs> I guess Doraemon's like for families because it appeals to everyone sort of thing, but it's more about a kid and his um, robot from the future that helps him do stuff. I don't know. I guess it depends on what version of Doraemon it is. But uh, yeah, we need to, uh, we need like a strong political leader here in the United States who's willing to force our media to uh, enact an agenda. But I'm thinking... They need to be like, hey, everyone's tired of this pussy shit. Let's make some like hardcore fucking movies again. Like John Waters. Maybe John Waters could get into an elected position. And then he can be like, hey, my main agenda as president of the United States is um, so we get some more fucked up movies instead of this stupid shit. I, I, I feel like it's one of the most important issues we face today as Americans. <laughs> is, uh, movies are kind of fucking lame lately. They're, Dune 2 is coming out though, huh? I got Dune. Dune yeah, oh, I got Dune too, uh, Mr. Dune. Thinking and about doing two ladies, wife, lady you know Dune. I mean? Me and Dune two ladies. Dune uh, 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 two ladies. <laughs> Dune ladies. That's a clever joke. Dune two ladies. I'm still trying to remember the name of this goddamn anime because I don't think it's the Doraemon. Spy across family. That's the new one. That's the new hotness. No, it's like super family. old as fuck. Super old as fuck. You talking Super about old as fuck. Uh, Astro Boy? Sase san. Sase san. Sase san. What's that? I don't think I knew that. I think it's one of the longest running S A Z A E S A N, right? S A Z A. Sase san. 
Japanese Yonkoma manga series written and illustrated by Michiko Hasegawa. Holy shit, does Saze-san have 7,000 episodes? Over 7,000 episodes, my friend. Longest running animated television series in the world. Interesting. Oh, yeah, it is just kind of about a family, huh? I have heard about this before. You know, uh, King of the Hill is very popular in Japan. Or it was. I don't know if it is right now, but it was, you know, like 10, 15 years ago. It's coming back. Well, maybe not because it's a writer's strike, but mostly. <laughs> I don't. Mike Judge better not be out there scabbing. He's only, the only scabbing he's doing is picking his own scabs. Judge. My Mike Judge, is Judge. Uh, he's like a bit of a libertarian, but I imagine he wouldn't um, be. He wouldn't cross the picket line or anything like that. You know what I mean? He seems a little bit more um, steadfast in his beliefs. He's not a libertarian in the sense that he's just a pedophile that loves corporations. I don't know, though. Corporations and guns. Corporations and guns. Hell yeah, everyone loves guns. guns I love guns, them. Guns, guns. Don't knock on your neighbor's door and ask for a cup of sugar. Because you'll get guns, 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 guns. Not me. I'm a white man. Surely they, I sh- they, they shot white children. I've seen it. Uh, but they, 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 but but not. But I'm a white man. <laughs> okay, maybe your muscles will stop the bullet. They better start doing something instead of shedding all this creatinine. Creatinine. I'm reading to see if um, there's any information about the uh, political ideology ideology of uh, Eiichiro Oda, the creator of One Piece. Uh, liberal socialism <laughs> it's all kind of based around that kotaku article <laughs> you know what i mean like kotaku yeah, wrote a- an article about it and so now there's a bunch of other places that are like also we'll write an article about it too yeah he's a real socialist Eiichiro. Eiichiro. that's a hard name for me to say Eiichiro. <sighs> this is a good episode of the podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> we for sure have talked about this movie a lot <laughs> It sucks, man. I I laid it out all at the beginning. It's got no heart, no conviction. It is just some... It does feel like an AI made this. It is just buzzwords for the kids. Stranger Thing is in it. Uh, the girls, they're all in, like, cute wardrobe. And, oh, boy, did you know kids? Hey, kids, you know about uh, politics? Just watch Mean Girls again. Or Heathers or anything that's actually, like, you know, interesting. Clueless is a better movie, better uh, version of this like movie. Clueless. Um, it's just, it doesn't have anything to say. And then what it does have to say, I was thinking about it earlier when I was lifting weights, getting jacked. I was like, shedding creatins. As much as I make fun of Zoomers on this podcast because it's fun to do, um, I like to think that the social awareness that is attached to the younger generation isn't. Like, this movie seems to purport the idea that it is all just a th- a s- aesthetic and they don't actually believe any of these things. And You know what I mean? It's just some bullshit that they wear around for, like, scene cred as teenagers. But I don't think that's actually the case. But th- that's kind of what the message that this movie, that comes out of this movie, is that the people who created this movie think that it is just a joke. You know, the kids don't actually care about any of this shit. And, like, I don't think that's actually accurate. But well, um, until they prove otherwise of this, god damn it. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like um this movie is like so dumb that it is like not as dumb as off- this podcast. Uh, offensive to its target audience, you know what I mean? It's just offensive, period. Yeah, there's nothing going it has nothing going for it. This movie pays homage to other classic teen revenge movies such as Jawbreaker, starring Rose McGowan. Oh yeah. 
Cruel Intentions, Heather's, Mean Girls, John Tucker Must Die, 10 Things I Hate About You, and Clueless, to name a few. This Do Revenge soundtrack even features many iconic songs from these movies. No, this Do Revenge soundtrack features many iconic songs from Riot Girl bands that um, I'm guessing at some point had their moment on TikTok. I also think 10 Things I Hate About You falls in line with those other movies. It does fall in line with Clueless as they're both Shakespeare adaptations, right? Oh. Wait, no. Is Clues Shakespeare adaptation or is it? I don't it, think. It's like Jane Eyre or something, right? Yeah, Clues is Jane Eyre. No, is it? Well, it's not exactly Jane Eyre. I don't know what it was. Uh, Jane Austen's 1815 novel, Emma. That's what it there is. There you go. But 10 Things I Hate About You is Taming of the Shrew, right? Yeah. So there you go. The uh, literary references. And of course, Mean Girls is um, Saturday Night Live. <laughs> it, was a, it was a book, wasn't it? No, it's um, Tina Fey. It's just Tina Fey. Just Tina if you Fey. turn Tina Fey over, <laughs> the script from Mean Girls is right on her back. You know, in this movie, left shoulder. In this movie, Do Revenge, when um, they uh, they have um, was it the Winter Feast or some shit, and they spike it everyone's soup with the oh uh, yeah. For some reason, I know this is like fucking out, out of the realm of possibility, but while I was watching it. I was like, what if it just turned into, like, Gaspar Noe's climax? Because in that movie, it's like a dance troupe are snowed in, and one of them, like, <clears throat> heavy doses the punch with acid, and, like, none of them are aware of it, and they basically go fucking insane. Uh, I was, what if what if that just happened in the movie, right? Wouldn't it be that's the same thing, too, with the, the Maya Hawk when she's revealed to be a psychopath? What if it just became a horror movie at that point? <laughs> I think that would have been what like... If, what if they removed it at the end of the movie that uh, the entire movie was just a hallucination that they had at that dinner? Uh, mushrooms aren't usually that strong. They would have had to mix it up a little bit. They would have probably had to go with acid and then... Um, yeah. yeah then, no one cares about that. You're thinking too much I mean, about it. But I just think it would have been cool is if like they all started tripping and like if you don't know... A couple of them were really freaking out. Yeah, if you don't know... That you've done some drugs and you are like, oh, you'll on think you're just going crazy. Drugs, you're gonna fucking freak out. <clears throat> and it wouldn't have been cool is if they all just lost their shit. I'm talking like violence, sex, sexual violence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, just, what yeah, if it just went crazy? Weird. You're weird. What if it just went crazy? <laughs> what? I think you're already crazy. Yeah, that would have been a better movie. You're right, Tiger <laughs> Style. Yeah, I just think it would have been a better movie if uh, they didn't make it. Uh, I won't say that. I mean, I'm glad shit's getting made. Shut up. Not making <laughs> you always say money. that about the worst fucking shit. I don't know. I just kind of, that's my feeling about everything, really. I'll be excited like, about yeah, well garbage getting made when it's my garbage and someone's putting putting dollars in my pocket. Well, according to Speaking the... Speaking of which, I'm crossing the picket lines. I'm, I'm an AI writer now. I mean, Writers Guild of America has made it pretty clear no one's getting paid to write this shit. <laughs> They're showing up one day a week so they can be considered an independent contractor. <laughs> getting paid like $150 a week and shit. Seems pretty crazy out there. I don't want to be a writer anymore. I never wanted to write for a TV show, so or <clears throat> I never wanted to be a screenwriter. I mean, that's what I wanted to do. Well, no, I wanted to make movies in any capacity. Yeah, it's different. Uh, it's signed in the background of one scene, Horowitz Hall is a reference to Cher Horowitz, main character from Clueless. Cool. Neato. Wow. That's the movie full of, 
the movie full of references to classic teen movie. Oh, the Did movie you know? full of references, eh? When Dre and Russ cut class and have a paint fight, this is an odd to 10 things they hate about you. That's the only, that's the only reference to the list. <laughs> <laughs> Find the rest. <laughs> full of them. Eleanor quotes Taylor Swift by saying the old version of her can't come to the phone right now because she's dead is a lyric from Look What You Made Me Do from her 2017 album Reputation. Yeah, if you've ever heard that song, it's like one of the dumbest lines you've, in, a, in music ever. What? In a Taylor Swift song? Oh, no God. So, it sounds so weird. No it's it's worse than uh, the Beach Boys uh, Heroes and Villains line where it's like, you're under arrest. <laughs> Yeah. Look what you made me do. The whole tale can't come to the phone right now. Why? Because she's dead. <laughs> uh, look what you made me do from her 2017 album Reputation. <clears throat> it sounds kind of sounds like t- Taylor Swift's creative output comes out of AI too. This is all very uninspired. No, don't don't be mean to Taylor. She'll, she'll come at you. She'll hit you hard with a diss track. Taylor Swift will. I don't know. I'll get Pusha T to re to ghostwrite my response track, man. Remember when he bodied Drake? <laughs> Drake, you are hiding a child. <laughs> I mean, uh, when you're hi- literally hiding a child, it's hard, hard to come back from that. <laughs> fucking rule. <laughs> Pusha T. That's yeah. I forgot we're the white clips. It's me, Pusha K, and you. <laughs> Sean Malice. Ugh. Sean No Malice. <laughs> found God. <laughs> if I ever find God, I'm going to punch him in the face. <laughs> During the welcoming day at school, one of the students is reading the novel Dangerous Liaisons. Sarah Michelle Geller played Catherine Mertul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Cruel Intentions, which is blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay. On top of that, Maya Hogg's mother, Uma Thurman, starred in Dangerous Liaisons. Wow. The final shot of the car driving off in the distance is a nod to the final shot in Cruel Intentions. Wow. Wow. Fall Out Boy had a song that said Uma Thurman. Remember how Cruel Intentions was like kind of horny? Kind of horny. Yeah. You do. So you remember, right? <laughs> yeah. Imagine if um this movie was kind of horny. This movie was kind of horny. Yeah. Wouldn't that be? When Sarah Michelle Galar was in the beginning, I was expecting to be a little bit hornier than it, than it ended up being. Cause I thought for sure that's what they're, like, they're, they're, they're throwing the cruel intention at me. Yeah. Like, hey, it's going to be a cruel intention. Get ready for a cruel intention. But it wasn't. Although I guess there kind of was a cruel intention, but not really. Yeah, man. It'd be cool if they made movies like that still. <laughs> Just a little bit of horniness. I don't know. Let's see if we can get Sarah oh. Michelle Galar to be in it. You know the scene. Um, so in the movie, Maya Hawk's character, uh, they randomly give both characters love interests, just like kind of out of nowhere, really. But um, so Maya Hawk's character's love interest is well. Uh, you got to have that in a teen movie. I don't know why you think it's out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah but they didn't horn. Otherwise, it up. because they they you think they'd be in love together or something. That would have been better actually if they didn't do that. That probably would have been better. Um, <clears throat> but her love interest is the main white man villain's younger sister, right? Mm-hmm, correct. And um, they're they're getting along. They're doing things. It's her birthday. They've been flirting and stuff. Things are going good. And then there's the confrontation between our two main leads, um, where Maya Hawk's character is absolutely right about what? Because remember, she's like, "You don't care about anything. You're selfish. It's my oh. birthday. I asked you to hang out and blah blah blah." And she's like freaking out on it. I don't think uh, I don't think 
well, the little start that part of the conversation. Oh, I just think just the part of the conversation. It's like, well, there's no proof that he showed sent the video. Yeah, because her response is like, "Oh, I thought you were better than that. I can't believe you said that." But it's like, she was right though. That <laughs> Dre was be is like, she's like way too far yeah, yeah. on the revenge. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I honestly don't think she heard that because they shown her pop up only at the end of the conversation. So I only think she heard the the tail end where she's like, "There's no proof that he sent the video." When obviously, like anybody with you know two brain cells would be like, "Yeah, this motherfucker sent the video." Now you got hacked. Yeah. Okay. He starts a um, group for cis heteronormative <laughs> white what men a... who love women or whatever. <laughs> yeah. What an asshole. <laughs> That's my kind of group. <laughs> my kind of group. We kind of start the VHS cold slash content sewer. Uh, straight white allies. No, 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 none of that stuff. I just want to start a group that's specifically, hey, I'm a straight man and I love women. Oh, well, <laughs> that's the kind of group I want to be in. You know, I'm t- little, talking about, a little bit hornier. Talking about, like, yeah, I'm talking about Dune 2. Dune 2 women <laughs> at once. Dune 2 women at once. Dune 2 ladies. Oh, he got him again. Two dames. That is like. <laughs> someone was like, uh, oh, yeah, AEW's going to get that no- new show on Saturday. I hope, like more screen time for some of the other wrestlers and in my head was like hell yeah i hope it's more screen time for the dames mm-hmm, yeah well honestly you know if they're doing three shows a week why can't they do one show that's just straight women i think that'd be great i honestly like women's wrestling a lot more than what's the isn't there a wednesday show that's like an hour do that one make that one be a woman show <laughs> why not that sounds good to me someone give me uh give me genghis khan or where the fuck his name is uh, Tony Khan. Tony, oh, Tony, Tony, Tony Khan. Tony Khan. Oh, it's Tony Khan over here. Oh, check out this little factoid hey, from IMDb. You listen to me, you son of a bitch. Huh? If you don't follow the rules, you're gonna wind up with 50 arrows in your back. Tony Khan. Tony Khan. <laughs> Tell him Tony Khan sent you. This is uh Tony Khan. That's not how he sounds though. He sounds like he's on drugs. <laughs> he always sounds so nervous. Screw the deal with CM Punk. Uh, check out this little factoid here. This is blow your mind. Uh, it says in this scene where the whole year group are high on mushrooms, mushabooms, Allegra, aka the Instagram witch, and her friends can be found sitting in a circle chanting, light as a feather, stiff as a board. Which, yeah. as we all know, is a reference to the 90s cold classic, The Craft. Holy shit. No, it's not. It's not a phenomenon that existed at sleepovers from time immemorial. Yeah, I don't know when that fucking shit was started, but every woman I've ever talked to, including our own mother and grandmother, did it at a sleepover. Yeah, but our mother and grandmother are witches. Yeah, mom is for sure. She dresses like one. I think her grandma was too. She was always talking about spooky shit. I think maybe Portuguese women are just that way. (laughs) (laughs) Furthering the connection to Cruel Intentions, the last few scenes feature Praise You by Fatboy Slim, which was featured in Cruel Intentions. Oh, wow. Gonna My praise God. you like a There's a lot of Cruel Intentions, um, the references that are outlined here in the IMDb facts page, which leads me to believe they're probably from one person who just really likes Cruel Intentions, which means we need to get some other people in here who really like Heathers and Jawbreaker and clueless and shit so they can f- point out all the references to those movies in it um what did i like about this movie uh the costume designs and some of the set designs that's it 
Otherwise, it's bad. Um, who, uh, who? I liked when it was over. Um, Maya Hawk is uh, she's like a hell of a typecast, I guess, at this point. But I think she's a pretty good actress. I don't have any problem with her as an actress. It's just like yeah. <laughs> this movie sucked. Um, our other main Camila Mendez is okay. What's she been in? Riverdale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's about it, really. From what I can see. Riverdale. Riverdale? Yeah, from Riverdale. It's Archie and Jughead and Veronica. She was born June 29th, 1994. She's almost 30. That's oh. crazy. That makes me feel old. Because when you hear someone's Fuck born you, in 1994, Kyle. you're like, whoa, they, what are they like? Fucking eight? Ten? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's fucking 30. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm... <laughs> That's good Cheryl, though. I saw Selma can... Cheryl Galar in this, and she did not look like I remember her. She was still I mean, good. Don't get me wrong. She looked good, but it's she like great, making me feel old. Selma Cheryl Galar. She's still married to Freddie Prince. Yeah, of course they are. They're Freddie solid Prince as a rock of professional wrestling fame. Did you oh. know he was a writer for the WWE and shit? Was he really? Yeah. Well, during what period? Pretty recently. He's all oh. in wrestling shit. Yeah. Uh, it's good that Star Wars at some point, I'm sure. Good that Camilla Mendes is almost 30, so that I can say she's very attractive. Because they, once again, straight white man, I love women. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm brave enough to say it. I know all these other people, all these other men, these stalwarts of masculinity get on here and say they're afraid of pussy and they don't, and they're scared of women. Not me, I love them. I'm, uh, what you might, I might call a I modern. Think- Modern feminists. <laughs> I think I think they're most of them are, are pretty okay, you know. I love them all. I support women's rights and women's wrongs. No, he doesn't. He already said that uh, the woman that wrote and directed this movie uh, was awful and should probably burn in hell. It's I, <laughs> this movie's awful, but she's fine. She can survive and live her <laughs> life. Make more movies. I don't care. I just make fun of them. It's just for podcasts and stuff, you know. I don't really have these strong, that strong of opinions about things in real life, except for that I love women. <laughs> I do have that strong opinion in real life. Oh, yeah. I'm a real ladies' man. Ladies' man. I, I like a them, and they like they a like me. A, yeah. They like a me. Oh, ooh, with the lady. <clears throat> Especially slightly oh, older women. I, I, well, I've watched Mandalorian <laughs> with, uh, with the kids, and guess who was on it? Jack Black. He, yeah, he was, but not, that's not what I'm talking about. Lizzo. Ooh, it's, a, it's a lady. Lizzo. No, was Lizzo on it? Yeah, Lizzo was on it, but uh, uh, Tim Meadows. Oh, the ladies' man. Gratier. Everyone's in that um, car commercialized TV show. Yeah, the writing this season is is especially bad. It's just a um, major drop off from the first season, as far as I could tell. Because I remember, like halfway through the second season, I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> Weird shit. I guess that's how streaming television or streaming in general goes. Uh, let's see what the five star yeah, lovers of Do Revenge think about this. Ooh, it's film. a five star review. First is in. Um, looks like Ty again. I can't read Ty. God damn it. Why can't it be in um, Korean? <laughs> I can read Hangul. I, I won't know what it says. I'll just be able to say the words. You know what I mean? Unless they're like uh, Yepudo or stuff like that. I know, I know some words. 
Five stars, she's just like me for real. And in parentheses, it says a hater. I am a hater, too. Which one, though? I guess they're both haters, really, right? Camp, modern classic, love the twists. No. Shut up. Fuck you. That's another problem with Zoomers. They don't understand what camp is. This is like uh, when the Bet Gala said that camp was their team. Yes. They don't, I don't think they know what camp is. I love this movie. I only watch because of Maya Hawk and SMG. What's SMG? Sarah Michelle Galar. Oh, Sex Money Girl. The music is great. The styling is great. And the acting is great. The only thing I wish was that they picked another actor for Max. No hate to Austin, though. Max is a villain boy, right? Yeah, he was like, like <clears throat> why does everybody like this dork? He was, uh, that's, that's discount uh, Timbo Chalamet. See who that boy was. Timote? Yeah, he's, he's, he wishes he could be Dune. <laughs> he's not as good as Timote? He's not as good as Dune. Timote Dune? His name is Timote. I don't know where you're getting this Timothy from. He's French. No. Timothy. His first name is spelled out very phonetically. <laughs> Austin Abrams. Yeah, that's that's the failed rat clone of Timothy Chalamet if I've ever seen one. He looks like a real bastard. <laughs> oh, he was in Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. I watched that movie. I don't remember any of it. It's all right. It's um, it's got some good visuals in it, but it's pretty bad. Uh, it's all right. It's got some really good visuals in it, but it's pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's one real quick. Well, I mean, if you watch like a horror, if I watch a horror movie that um like has some cool visual shit in it, but it's bad, then to me, that's all right. Yeah, yeah that's you. all right. That's all right, mom. That's all right, burb. Uh, let's roofie a bunch of people to get back on someone. That would be a great idea. They didn't roofie anyone. You stupid ass bitch. The goddamn Zoomers don't even know about their drugs. They don't even know what it's like to get roofies. Yeah, you know, they'd all be passing on the floor drooling, vomiting themselves. You get sick first. I got roofied once, and I threw up first. I was like, oh, holy shit, I don't feel very good. This movie is so good. Like, they knew what they were doing. I fucking hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Never made a movie before. We got this guy. This guy, we got him off the street. He's going to be the key grip. Dude, I don't have a script yet. Shut up. I'm writing right now. The plot twist was ahead of all century. What? Uh, Okay. Okay. Supporting gays through thick and thin. Okay. Yeah. This is what I mean. Like, yeah, absolutely. But um, what does that have to do with the movie? What the fuck does that mean in regards to the movie? You just posting stupid shit and fucking man, post that shit under a K-pop video. I ain't trying to read it on Letterbox. A film that seems like it's gonna be an unobtainable rich girl life story, but does not disappoint. The perfect level of camp and funny moments with a surprisingly great twist. There's that camp for you. Don't know what camp is. Let's see what the lower views say. Maybe we'll find some compatriots. Not good. Unhappy face. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Fucking you said it. Uh, this is other sh- other shit. The plot is something I'd expect out of anything Netflix original. All the characters are unlikable, and they try to trick you with this massive twist that doesn't affect the story whatsoever. Their goals are still completed, and they remain friends. This film was dog shit. Do not watch. This person's kind of got... I kind of agree with them. I don't think that... The movie wasn't trying to trick you, in air quotes. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like... A brave baby brain's like concept of what a twist is. Whoa, what a twist stuff. Oh, they're trying to trick me. Uh, but I do agree that 
they um, had that uh, twist and they could have taken it in so many different directions, but they decided to just to go back to where they started at making it completely irrelevant. Drugging hundreds of minors, growing drugs in, in a school property, distribution of child pornography. Bro, this movie has more flaws than an average really bad movie. Are the ten- This person's a fucking cop. Shut up, you fucking pig. <laughs> Dark. <laughs> fucking cop. So many Americans are just cops. You know what I mean? Do you see that dude who recorded a video of like a kid nodding out while working at Taco Bell? He's like, I got to post this on the internet. Look, this kid's on drugs. And it's like, you got to kill the cop inside you, man. You don't need to post that shit on the internet. It's like fucking, you fucking need to crunch wrap that bad. Fucking pig. <laughs> I'm sure more than one work, person works at Taco Bell, too. But you don't know that he's fucked up. He might actually be tired. You know what I mean? He worked 24 hours at Taco Bell. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, even if uh, even if this is his first shift at Taco Bell, he could have worked some other job. Uh, uh, a lot of people have two or often three jobs. Maya Hawk needs to start acting her age and playing 40-year-olds. <laughs> what? <laughs> Isn't she that's legit? because she looks old. She's Isn't like 24, she... I think. I thought she's legit like hella young, right? Well, she's like, I think she's like 24 right now. So July 8th, 1998. She's got her dad's birthday one day after my birthday. 1998, uh, she'll be 25 in a few months. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, pretty young. I don't think she looks old. She looks like Uma Thurman and like Ethan Hawke. Sometimes you look at her and like, yeah, that's Uma's daughter. There's other times you look at her and it's like, yeah, that's Ethan Hawke's daughter. <laughs> Weird how genetics work. Yeah, that's crazy, man. This is just Twitter as Euphoria High School and very f- unfunny. Twitter hey. as you for yeah. yeah that's what we that's said. What you said. That's, that's what you said. Well, it's I also like, it's a combination of what you said because it's like TikTok. Yeah. You said it was like TikTok or, or uh, Instagram uh, or Tumblr. Tumblr, yeah. You pick whatever dumb social media. Yeah. <laughs> Stop calling bad things camp. <laughs> 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 Correct. <laughs> Fuck Gen Z. <laughs> <laughs> Now we're getting uh, the good stuff. Wow, one of the worst nuggets. One of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. You need to watch more movies, my friends. Yeah, we got some recommendations for yeah. it. Typical Netflix original. That says it all, doesn't it, folks? Boom, got him. Watch okay, this oh. for Sophie Turner. Turns out her 45 seconds on screen were the only worthy ones. <clears throat> Too artificial to fit in with Freaky Friday slash 10 Things I Hate About You. Two camp lists to be Heathers. AI-generated preview best movie with Netflix written all over it. Yep, okay. Hell yeah. Hella, that's uh, that was brought to you by um, Falancha from Sri Lanka. She knows what's up. Wow, Falancha from Sri Lanka? That's a fun name. That is tight. Yo, Sri Lanka's dope. Sri Lanka's dope. All right, all right. Uh, all caps, this one just says queer baiting. <laughs> <laughs> Do they mean Maya Hawk, I guess? Yeah, maybe. I don't she... know what her. Uh... Isn't she queer in real life? I have, Lesbian, I have no idea. Isn't? I don't know anybody's. I give two shits. I give no no shits. I don't have a shit. I don't have one shit or two shits. <clears throat> I give no shits. I'm gonna check it out for the uh, content of the podcast. Right. Maybe, we can, maybe we can riff on this. Yeah, nothing <clears throat> more fun than riffing on a 20 year old sexuality. 24 year old. Touche. My heart comes out as queer. There's something about the word queer that feels really good to me. Oh. Uh, Hawk says that she was hesitant to come out publicly because she didn't want to be pigeonholed as an actress. Oof. Uh-oh. 
There's something about the recruit. I feel like the recruit has a lot of cultural baggage that comes with it, but also has a lot of power. I actually feel that way too. It's like hard for me to use the word queer, even though it's, it's used like supposed to be used correctly now because um, people used to call me that all the time, and they did that. They, when they called me that, they were being mean. They weren't empowering me. <laughs> <laughs> they do um make sure to point out here though that uh, she's only publicly dated men, so. She's uh, every gay on the internet's worst nightmare. <laughs> a queer woman who's only dated men. <laughs> uh, it doesn't really matter. People do what you want, everyone. Kids, you listening? Maya Hawk, you listening? Do what you want. Say you're queer if you feel queer. It doesn't fucking matter. Date who you want. Except for like kids, you know? Other than that, like, there are no rules. <laughs> well, I mean, there's some rules. Don't date, you know, animals. Yeah, but like sometimes it's basically like you're dating your cat, though. You know what I mean? Like, you're not, like, sexually involved with your cat, but it's like, yeah, this guy's kind of like my boyfriend. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever had that quite, that relationship with a cat or a, a dog. It's more like, yeah, um, this, this is, is my basically child. a child. <laughs> <laughs> this is my son. He sucks. <laughs> he won't stop pissing on that box over there. He's really fat. He's the loudest cat I've ever heard walking around. Damn. Well, do revenge, huh? It's uh, AI, buzzword, Tumblr, internet, euphoria, bullshit. And it wasn't as horny or as violent as euphoria, so that immediately knocks it down a peg in my eyes. Or as clever as Mean Girls. Yeah. Or Heathers, or any of the actual good high school satires that exist. You could watch those instead. If you'd like to watch a more recent um, movie that deals with similar themes, but is much better and even has a young, a, a young Anya Taylor-Johnson in it, um, Thoroughbreds. Everyone check out Thoroughbreds. Anya Taylor-Joy, I mean. Uh, yeah, it's you, actually... You confused um, her with Aaron Taylor-Johnson, dude. Yeah, that's weird, huh? <laughs> it's uh, got, um, um, you know, actual like violence and like weird stuff in it. It's just like an actual good movie. So, yeah, everyone check that out instead. Don't bother with this shit. It's fucking lame old shit. 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 What shit are we watching next week? Well, first of all, do revenge. What do you give it, huh? Oh, it's shit. Yeah, one to ten. This. What's it going to be? What's it going to be? Two. Two out of two? Just, yeah. Whoa. I really did not enjoy this movie. I was going to give it at least like a a three. <laughs> <laughs> Just because there's like one, there's a few like sets that I like, and I do like the like wardrobe and the costume design for the characters. But sorry, yeah, if I never, uh, I'm never watching it again. And I, I don't want to watch it again. You can't make me. I don't think you'll have to. I don't know. Things are falling apart in the United States, like we said at the beginning of the podcast. So you might, there might be punishments coming down the pipe where you're going to be forced to watch this forced movie. Watch around, Heather. Yeah. You really fucked up. You want to get this week's water rations? You got to watch Do Revenge. What if, yeah, what if our warlord is like a 19 year old um, Tumblr, Tumblrista? Oh, I got to Do Revenge. You got to Do Revenge. You got to, we're going to dismantle patriarchy. Watch Do Revenge. Girl power. Girl power. You have water rations. <laughs> water rations. <laughs> water rations. Well, um,. It is now May. 
springtime. It's more like summertime in here here in Arizona because summer, summer, summer. Hot. But what's what's the springtime beginning of summer all about? Huh? When you think of the the springtime, spring is in the air, the flowers are blooming, and you know, uh, all the grasses grow. <laughs> you know, I feel like I'm being set up. What do you what do you you associate with? That's right, Romanza. It's Romanza. Romanza. Well, the capital R. That's that's right. Ralph Waldo Emerson. Here we come. <laughs> so, you know, I was thinking about it. You know, my type of romance is what I think of beginning of summertime is like, oh, maybe you go to a house party and you meet like a nice little Heine and you, you you have sex for a few weeks and you like kind of find out like her family like kind of runs a small town out of Tucson and like maybe they've made people disappear before and you're like what the fuck that's fucking weird grandpa used to be the sheriff but they don't have movies like that on netflix so uh i just went through and decided to find some some choice romantic no netflix originals for us to watch for the next month or so got four movies lined up i figure we'll revert back to the, the other podcasts where i eventually just started doing themes so it was easier for me to pick movies out <laughs> <clears throat> So that's what we're doing. We're going to do a month of a little, little romanza. They don't have like finger blasting at house party type movies, like I said, but you know, we'll watch some like romantic Dude, comedies. I think they should show. have one that's just titled Finger Blasting at House Parties. That'll be my Netflix original. There's my fucking list. Because <laughs> I already forgot what they were. There we go. Netflix Romance Month. All right, first movie we're watching Always Be My Maybe. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. I think I saw that this one um got like uh kind of good reviews, right? But um, it's a romantic comedy. I'm sure it got great reviews on BuzzFeed and Kotaku and stuff. You know, <laughs> what, what a title! Yeah, we'll check. We can check this one out. Uh, it's got fucking James Sido in it. That's interesting. <laughs> How much do they pay him? I don't know. He's very handsome. <laughs> See the lead? Wow. You're very handsome. No. Very handsome. In a romantic comedy? Well, I don't know. Would be handsome in a romantic comedy? That'd be nice, wouldn't it? You think this is the notebook with Ryan Gosling? (laughs) Only once in a generation. (laughs) Once in a lifetime, really. No, the lead is Randall Park. uh, You'll recall he he was in WandaVision or something. Oh, no. He's, he's, you know, he's, uh, what's that stupid. ABC comedy that he was on forever. Uh, crossed the, off the boat. I think it was off the boat. Also, oh. didn't he play Kim Jong Un? Fresh uh, off the boat. Fresh off the boat was is that fresh off the boat? Whatever. I, remember. I watched like two episodes when I was <clears> bored <throat> one night. Um, and then he was uh he played opposite James Franco and Seth Rogen in, in that one movie where they pissed off all of North Korea. Oh, the interview. Yeah. I remember, well, I remember they um remember there's the leak all those leaks from the Sony, including mm-hmm. that movie leaking onto the internet. Uh, I remember when that happened and like me and a few friends is drunk as hell watching it and I was like, yeah, this movie is actually pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely I mean, it's it's definitely a funny movie. It's just not you know not worth darn a bunch of shit over. <laughs> I don't know, man. North Korea wouldn't have done shit. Oh, I know, but I'm just saying like they did hack Sony over it. Oh yeah, but that's fine though, because when we got to like read all the emails about how fucking terrible studios are, shockingly, I thought they were the bastions of good morals, but I guess yeah, not. We're all surprised. 
Uh, yeah, we'll watch that next week. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. Romance, baby. Kissing and hugging. And loving. Um, and kissing. And hugging. You know, fighting and stuff. And punching. Not punching. You just get a little drunk. And you, ah. Yeah. Yeah. And your girlfriend's like, come back inside. You don't got any clothes on. You're like, never. And you're running in the street. Yeah. Yeah, You were always way more of an angry drunk than I was. (laughs) I, yeah. I mean, I didn't usually get angry necessarily. I just get like fucking emotional. (laughs) Yeah. You're emotional. emotional. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, always be my maybe. Check it out. It's on Netflix. Watch it if you feel like it. If you don't feel like it, we'll break it down for you next week with the simple hashtags you can use. Hashtag bad. Hashtag for losers. Hashtag Gen Z bitches. <laughs> Our bitches, rather. I don't know if uh, <laughs> he's in it. It's probably more of a millennial movie. Oh. Hashtag like millennials. millennials bitches. Yeah, they, uh, they're bitches, too. They're all depressed. They're all, like, fucking... Lame ass weirdo consumer nerds. And I'm gonna get really into IPAs and video games. It's like, oh, I used to play in a band with you and I used to believe in stuff, but now I like IPAs, video games, and Barack Obama. You fucking loser. I guess it could be worse, right? You could be like right wing or something, but it's, yeah, it's, it's just not like, an insult. <laughs> All right, um, VHS KVLT is our website, VHS Cult. We got more podcasts on there you can listen to. More hot takes about probably all the stuff that you love. I think it sucks and I'm cooler than you. That's basically the gist of most of the podcasts. But you can hear more all about it on the other podcasts. There's also a Patreon to donate to. We got to think of a way to drive people to the Patreon and get them to donate to it. Like maybe if they get to a certain goal, um, I'll have to do something embarrassing so they could feel like they, they got one over on me for telling them, you know. Star Wars, it's um, it's pretty lame, guys. I don't know. What would be embarrassing? You have to get Star Wars tattooed on you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that one. Yeah, there you go. Uh, anyhow, go to that website. Also, you're going to take that link. You're going to copy it. You're going to send it to 10 of your friends unless you want to be cursed by Sadako from the ring. It's like one of those old chain emails that uh, depressed millennials are familiar with. If you don't want all your uh, IPAs to be taken by Sadako, you got to send the link to 15 other people. And Zoomers, you got to send the link to 15 other people or you, you I'm going to accuse you of sex crimes. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a, a lot harsher for the Zoomers because millennials, they didn't care about sex crimes until recently. <laughs> <laughs> they were all for sex crimes until yeah, they used quite, to just let, quite, let people, quite recently. Yeah, they used to just let people get away with it. It was, it was a wild time to be alive. Everyone used to call me queer bait. What was that about? <laughs> <laughs> the F word was used frequently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, was, uh, it was different times, different times. Uh, anyhow, uh, you did actually do rate and review the podcast if you can. Uh, fill out the questionnaire thing or whatever on Spotify, please. Uh, actually, you know, share the link. You know, come on, tell your friends. It's a good podcast. We got a good thing. Killer phone, subscribe. We're all men here. Normal men. Regular, normal men. Innocent men. I'm a little bit buffer than most men. My doctors will attest to that. 
I'm shedding all those creatins. Uh, they're like, you know what? You just got so much creatin because you're so buff. You know? he, he stands up out of a chair and people look down like, what's that? Go, I'm sorry, it's all the creatins I shed. Lately, I've been standing up out of chairs getting a little lightheaded. I think my blood pressure might be too low. <laughs> <laughs> you know, your heart is a muscle too. <clears throat> it's strong. I squeeze the cholesterol out of it. <laughs> oh, God, my brain. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's it, though. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Love you. Goodbye.